0: Welcome to Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. This is episode 197, The Importance of Setting Interpersonal Boundaries. So, the word boundaries, for some of you, (laughs) creates terror. Because the thoughts of, quote, setting interpersonal boundaries and keeping them You, in your mind, you have this idea that that is somehow being unkind. And yet, if we were to spend hours on this topic and flesh it out, you would realize, I think, that that is in no way, shape or form the case. If you look at the Gospels, you will see Jesus himself setting interpersonal boundaries. There are times where he gets away from the crowds. He could have literally stayed with the crowds 24-7 because there was definitely a need 24-7 for the presence of God the Son in their lives. Imagine how many he could have healed if he had stayed up 24 7, like the difference he could have made. The problem was Jesus came to earth in the form of a man. He was all fully man and fully God. And the man part needed rest, not only physical rest, but emotional rest, mental rest. And he gave us a phenomenal example of what it is like to live, in his case, a Christ-centered life was the only life he could live, but to live with a focus of a life on mission, but also a life on mission where the boundaries that he put around himself allowed him to fully be on mission in the hours and the times where he was on in front of the people. So many of us struggle with interpersonal boundaries. I have a feeling that the majority of us do. Some people struggle because they have made their boundaries so strong that they live inside an emotional fortress And they do not allow anybody in. Now, that is not biblical in any way, shape, or form. But that's not the majority of us. The majority of us struggle the opposite direction. Where we allow too many people into our inner space. Or we allow certain unhealthy people into that inner space. And are not sure how in the world to like reorient those boundaries even in the old testament one of the stories that i've always loved was when god was going to give the ten commandments he set boundaries as to who could come where you do realize that he did not allow every israelite to come into that space and be a part of that intimate moment go back and read the text And you will see that God set boundaries where the Israelites had to stop, where Joshua and anyone who was with Moses had to stop. And then Moses was the only one allowed on the top of the mountain. And in our story today, we have been walking through the story, the life stories of King David of Israel and Sadly, we are in this section in the life of King David where we're not talking about David and Goliath. And we're not talking about when David was making good and godly decisions and God was blessing immensely. No, we're talking about the drama part of King David's household where one of his sons, Amnon, gets filled with lust over David's gorgeous virgin daughter, Tamar, and he, well, I don't know if we have children on here, but he, he, uh, he's inappropriate with her and David does not handle this well. He gets angry, but then he does nothing. He does not set interpersonal boundaries at that time. He does not do what he should have done as father, and as king, like just absolute. And so a couple of years later, her brother, her full brother Absalom, David's son, takes matters into his own hands and kills his own brother. And then he runs off because he's afraid of the consequences that are going to occur. And so last week, we, <laughs> we went over the unique way that Joab, who is one of David's nephews, but also the commander of the army. He knew the inner longings of David's heart. And so he set up a drama for David's display. So that to try to get David to wake up and say, Hey, it's time to let Absalom come home. And that was that was unique. Go back and listen to episode 196. Today we're only going over about four verses. And I'm not saying, I'm telling you this up front. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with the boundary that David set when it came to Absalom. I I can't I I'm I'm just not sure. I I I doubt that it was the best. But that's not the point of today's podcast. The point of today's podcast is the fact that David did set an interpersonal boundary, a very strong interpersonal boundary with Absalom. And we're going to see in next week's episode that with some very unique coaxing of Absalom with Joab, David relaxes that boundary. So we're not here to say whether David was right or wrong in his limits that he put to Absalom when he let Absalom return. But what I want more than anything is for this podcast episode to challenge you to do just what the weekly assignment feature says. To take some time to prayerfully reassess the interpersonal boundaries you've set. And for some of you, you're like, okay, let me turn off this podcast now. I had a story years ago, and then we'll jump into this this short text today. I work in hospice. Um, I'm a bereavement coordinator. I'm a chaplain. And I had this situation where I had one of my bereaved. And she had not only had the death of the person on hospice, but she had had another death in her life recently. And as I'm meeting with her, the lady is in a dark room. And as we're talking, it is obvious that she has like zero interpersonal boundaries with her family members. Like, they know that they can just run right over her, and she's not going to do anything. So, one of the deaths was of a family member that had property. And everybody assumed, and rightfully so, because that's exactly what was happening, assumed that she was going to take care of everything, of getting the property ready, getting it sold, They were going to get the money and she was going to work very hard and they weren't going to rest until she did their bidding. She and I had a very long talk and I recommended a book that we talked about not too long ago on the podcast, Boundaries by Cloud and Townsend. I ordered it for her and she read it. And the next time I went in, this lady, I, it, it was the most miraculous transformation. She looked like a different person. The room was full of light, and she was full of light because she had finally set interpersonal boundaries with these people who had been able to run over her forever. And it changed her life. And one of my favorite parts of that book is the story, at least in the original printing. I haven't looked at the latest printing, but I would think it's still there. You start out with a fictional story of a day in a boundaryless life, and you end with that same person, but how their life would look like with boundaries. And it has been so helpful for so many, including myself. Back in the day, I was a person who had been very boundary-driven, But I had a situation happen in my life where I was under extreme stress. And in that extreme stress, I didn't make the wisest of decisions. And it really, it's one of those painful times. And that book helped me to reorient. And that's what I would love to see today. My prayer for you is that if you have any relationships in your life that need boundary reassessment and readjustment that you will see that that is biblical that it is godly to preserve the territory that God has given you not to put a fence so tall that nobody can ever penetrate but to have a boundary fence that allows for healthy relationships, but keeps out the unhealthy. So we're in Second Samuel 14, 21 through 24. And again, David has just had this drama play out in front of him. And it woke him up to the fact that, yeah, it, it's time. And so here we go, 21. So the king sent for Joab and told him, All right, go and bring back the young man, Absalom. Joab bowed with his face to the ground in deep respect and said, At last I know I have gained your approval, my lord the king, for you have granted me this request. Then Joab went to Gesher and brought Absalom back to Jerusalem. Here is the key verse. But the king gave this order, Absalom may go to his own house. But he must never come into my presence. So Absalom did not see the king. There are relationships where because of unhealthy behaviors you will choose possibly never to see that person again. There will be those type of relationships, as I think about the people who I've known over the years, and I think about the, the unique situations, some of them, if they allowed the people back within their boundaries, including anywhere near their physical house, it would not be healthy. And so sometimes you do make those extreme Boundary settings. But. That's not. What the norm will be. Because. You can see with David. He's saying Absalom can come back to Jerusalem. He can go to his house. But like keep him away from me. For life. And that's why I was saying. I'm not going to. Truly comment on whether David should or shouldn't have done that, I know that the tendency would be to say, that's just wrong. He should have reconciled with Absalom. And I get that. But I also know that Absalom killed Amnon. And David knew Absalom well. David should have known Absalom better than you or I do. And we can see, we're going to see next week, just how conniving Absalom can be. And we will find out very soon just the darkness of his heart. And I don't know if that's why David held him way beyond arm's length, like multiple arm's length. I don't know. That's why it is so difficult to look at someone else's situation and truly give boundary advice. Some things are obvious. Some, some things, when you see somebody in an unhealthy relationship, that's a no-brainer. But there are other times where, even though they may have told you part of the story, there are nuances that you just can't get. And it, I think it's always best to err on the side of caution. And that is definitely what David did. And so I want you to think, what do the interbirth personal boundaries look like in your life now with your family members, with work colleagues, with your neighbors. On social media. You know, we don't talk about that a whole lot, but there are boundaries on social media. So, I have two Instagram accounts currently. I've had three, but I have two right now. One is my personal. And I get, you know, friend request or what a follow request every day. And I know that these people the majority of them, it's not that they asked to follow me. It's that they've got some sort of deal set up where it just randomly follows people. So I know that they're really not asking to follow me. And I just say no on that one continuously. Delete, 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 delete. Whereas with my encouraging others in loving Jesus one, that's a different story because that one is open and they are already followers because I I don't have any restrictions, but I don't have to choose to follow them back. And so I literally try to look at each one and see what they're about. I saw one this morning where I saw way too much skin. So absolutely not. No, have no want to look at your skin. Not, not in any way, shape or form. And so, Some people on Facebook, you know, there are some people when they get a request, a follow request or a friend request there, they automatically say yes and like, no! Absolutely not! Because that's your personal data out there. Even if you don't put a whole lot of stuff, still why in the world would you open your life up to the entire world? So, Even in social media, making wise decisions when it comes to boundaries. And definitely boundaries as to what you share, who you share it with. Like just being wise. Because we have one life. And God expects us to steward that one life. We have the opportunity to say yes. We have the opportunity to say no. And every time we say yes to something, that means we say no to something else. And in this one life, we need to be wise. We need to say yes to the path that God has for us. And we need to say no. Is it always crystal clear what that is? Absolutely not. There are so many times where somebody in Christian ministry, for instance, They may be invited to so many places and all of them seem like good opportunities. But the thing is, they can't possibly say yes to all of them. Three of them are on the same date. And you just have to be wise and try to say yes to the best and no to anything less. Maybe we can put that on a bumper sticker. So I challenge you today that possibly during your Bible study time that you will just ask the Lord to search your heart and and see, truly see with spiritual eyes what the boundaries are for your relationships and how you need to readjust them. Um, Cloud and Townsend also did a book back in the day boundaries face to face because people said that sounds good this whole boundary thing but how do I do this how do I truly sit down with someone and set boundaries and so they gave examples they gave tips on how to do just that and so that book is out there available to you as well so We have finished episode 197, and you can hear from the sound of my voice that I am still getting very, very excited about episode 200 coming up just inside of 2023. So I am recording this on December 18th of 2022. So we have one one episode left to post in this year. And that means that 199 and 200 will hit the airways in the year 2023. And at that time, I'm going to unveil. The Encouraging Others and Loving Jesus YouTube channel. Again, it's going to be one where you have to have the link. I am just going to use it as a place to share whatever is on my heart and mind. It may be about what I'm reading through in my Bible study, which right now I'm reading through the book of Acts. It may be something else that comes up that just grabs my heart and I want to see out there. My goal truly is to encourage others in loving Jesus. And God has given me this platform and I want to use it well. None of us know how long we have. There's a celebrity... Just this week, young celebrity who took his own life. And, you know, that is just sad beyond measure. As if you ever look down in the show notes, you will see the link always to the 988 hotline, which is the new suicide prevention hotline. We all make decisions. Sometimes... We make decisions and we do not know what's going on in the lives of those around us. Be wise. Be wise. Be prayerful. Try to be understanding. Like, try to really see the person and what is going on in their life. And, ah, and the hidden episodes, again, link is in the show notes. Twitter link, Instagram link. And then our Facebook group, Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I would I would love to hear your stories. If you'll send those to encouraging others and loving Jesus at gmail.com. I would love to hear how you've applied this to your life and what God might be saying to you this very day. And how this changes your relationship to him and your relationship to others and just always remember it's a trust and obey kind of day